This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Virtuous Coach Podcast. All right, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Virtuous Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I want to go over kind of a concept that um, I've been really excited about. And truth be told, this is not something that I came up with. This is something I have definitely borrowed from a couple other people in the the fitness and nutrition space. However, I do think it's something that is worth talking about and worth highlighting, and it's this whole concept of becoming the CEO of your body. I think if we think about that concept as a whole and the very fact of like what a CEO is, we can use that to create a framework to create our own success in our health and fitness journey. So before we jump into the content for the show today, you guys, please do me a favor, hit pause on this episode right now and help me to grow this show. The way that you do that is by giving this show not only a rating and review, but also taking a screenshot and then posting it on your Instagram story. When you do that, that gets this show in front of more people that helps to grow our audience and the people that get to hear this message and allows us to attract bigger guests and to have just more impact through, you know, something as simple as a podcast. Takes you two minutes, take a screenshot, post it on your story, make sure to tag me in it. I'm at Coach Cody Smith on Instagram. And then if you have that extra time, be sure to head over to iTunes and Spotify because this is on both platforms and to give this a rating and review. That just helps us to move up the chart and to make it more searchable for people just like you who want to find content just like this, who want to grow and, and prosper in their life the same way that you do. So again, leave that rating review, post that screenshot. And then without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's content. So again, today's show is all based around becoming the CEO of your body. So a number of years ago, I stumbled on a guy by the name of Steve Weatherford, and he had coined kind of this term in this statement of becoming the CEO of your life. Now, for me, that kind of resonated to me because I'm an entrepreneur. I run multiple gyms. And the whole CEO concept is literally what I do every day. I'm in charge. I make a lot of decisions. I'm kind of creating oversight and and controlling which direction we go as a business. So this whole concept of becoming the CEO of my life was it allowed me to take some of my understandings of business and to apply it to my life. Now, more recently, I heard uh, another girl in this space. Her name is uh, Lori Christie King. Um, She goes by LCK on social media. But she was kind of, she had kind of coined this concept of becoming the CEO of your body. And again, this is her concept. This is something that I've learned uh, or, or, or gotten kind of the idea from her and I've created my own frameworks, but it was just this beautiful concept of not only can you become the CEO of your life, but you can also become the CEO of your body. And, you know, you probably could argue that the CEO of your life kind of encompasses and, you know, holds all of that inside of it as well. But let's kind of just unpack this a little bit and see where we can go with it. So, I actually went on to the Google machine and I typed in what is a CEO and I just want to kind of read this definition to you and then I'll apply some frameworks to how we can kind of turn this and make a spin on this to apply it to our health and fitness. So a CEO or uh, or that's basically the acronym for chief executive officer. So the definition is it is the top position in an organization and is responsible for planning all the processes, improving organizational strength, organizational transformation, and setting future strategy. So if we kind of take that and we unpack that and we start to apply it through the lens of health and fitness, what does this apply to, guys? It applies to your 
nutrition, which is the way that you nourish and nurture your body through the fuel that you put through your mouth and into your stomach. That means that we need to make sure that we are doing the proper things there and we are fueling ourselves adequately. That would cover your, you being in charge of your own fitness. So the types of workouts that you do, how many days per week you work out, the, the way that you prioritize your recovery inside of that. That means that you're in charge of your mindset which is basically the way that you think, the way that you approach health and fitness, your mobility, and your goals, right? And, and the thing that's, that, why that, I, I find that to be extremely fascinating is because it kind of puts you in the driver's seat, right? As the CEO of your body, you are the one that is responsible. You are the one that is in charge of all of the top decision-making. I think it is pretty easy for... Just thinking about myself and, and the times that I've been coached over the years, how easily it was for me to blame somebody for something else or to think that somebody was going to you know, give me that huge life-altering answer that I needed. And, 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 I did that, and I did that and thought that way through the lens of I was incapable of finding the answer or the thought myself. Right? It's not the coach's responsibility to direct you in the which in which way to go. Obviously, they can come alongside you, but they're not the ones that is ultimately in charge of your success. Your spouse is not in charge of your success in your health and fitness, right? It's up to, obviously I can being in the the fitness and nutrition space in the the martial arts space. Um, I I find it through conversations it, it to be very easy that a person can kind of blame things on their spouse or their, you know, their spouse's schedule or whatever it may be, just kind of puts a damper or throws a wrench in their weekly schedule. But ultimately, if we're going to understand, if we're going to kind of take on this concept of you being the CEO of your body, then you're still responsible to be able to overcome these types of things. Your doctor is not responsible for your success in your health and fitness. You are. I think this kind of covers the, the broad spectrum of just taking personal responsibility. If you can kind of think of, you know, we can even easily transfer this to like the whole commanding officer of like, you know, a, a, a ship that's out on the seas, right? You're out on the high seas, you're cruising, you're doing your thing, you're trying to go from one place to another. If you kind of think of yourself as the, you know, because the captain on the ship is essentially the CEO of the ship, right? You are the person that is in charge of which way that ship goes. You are in charge of the people on that ship. You are the, in charge of making sure that all the maintenance was done. Like you are ultimately the number one, like the buck stops with you. So if you think about this concept of being the CEO of your body, it's up to you to work to do whatever you need to do to have the type of health and fitness that you want. You are in charge. And you're the one that is ultimately going to be the one who has to take personal responsibility for the outcomes that you experience or you don't experience. You know, if you, you have a particular issue, sure, you can go search out coaches. You can go search out doctors. You can, you can do all these sorts of things. That's part of being the CEO of your body. But it's also up to you to, if things aren't being solved by these people, to continue to explore, to continue to unpack these things and to work in tandem with these people to get the outcomes that you're looking for. So becoming the CEO of your body, I've created a kind of a little bit of a framework, if you will, and something that you guys can essentially put in, into play in your life. You can do a little journaling. You can do a little, uh, I love to get things out on a journal and to open them and to explore them and just kind of see what kind of thoughts come out of my brain and onto the paper. Um, I know a lot of people like to use whiteboards. Some people use, you know, whatever it may be. It could be a Google Doc. It could be a notepad in your phone. 
could be a conversation with your spouse, whatever you need to do, I want you to take this very simple framework and apply it to your life, and it's going to help you to become the CEO of your body. All right, so let's kind of think this through. Step one, what does your idea body look and feel like? Meaning if you could in your brain or even on paper, if you're an artist or whatever it may be, if you could draw a picture of what your perfect body looks like, what would that be? What would be the muscle definition that you're looking for? You know, would you want to be very lean or very muscular? Like what what are those, what is that ideal body in your brain look like? Think through that. Write down the characteristics of that body. Get it out on the paper. That way you can kind of start to build things around that. Secondly, inside of that question, what does it feel like? Do you have a perfectly functioning gut? If you have heartburn, or, or I'm sorry, do you, do you want to make sure you don't have heartburn? Do you feel energetic every day? Do you feel rested? Whatever issues that you currently have now, I'm assuming, based off of you listening to this, probably you, there's something about your body that you don't like or, or a way that you feel that you don't like or, or ultimately something that you want to change. What is that thing that you feel that you would like to change? Write that down. Get it out onto paper. I think it's important to understand. I think a lot of times when people have issues sticking to a particular plan or target or whatever it may be, a lot of times it's just simply because there is not enough clarity around what it, around the specific outcome that they are chasing. So it's important to start with where you're going first so that we can reverse engineer and reverse plan. All right, so step one again. What does your ideal body, your ideal body look and feel like. Step two, what would the person who has my ideal body be doing? And this kind of goes into kind of two different concepts that I like to think about too. And it's this whole concept of like, who do I need to become? Or just simply put like designing life design or designing your ideal life. I think when we think about like, so not only do you take that Idea body, ideal body that you're thinking about, and 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 the ideal ideal um, feeling in your body that you would like to have, but then you start to actually imagine, like, for, for me, like, what would the body that I want look and feel like, and then what would that version of Cody have to be like to have that body? What are their daily routines? What time do they wake up in the morning? What are the types of places they go to learn? Um, what are the types of foods that he would eat? What are the types of workouts that he would do to get there? What are, would, would he need to go, you know, um, hire coaches? Like what, what would that version of me be doing every single day? What are the types of, you know, habits he would have? Like all of these things. I sit and I think through and I imagine if I could walk around in that person's body all day long, what would that day look and feel like? And it's pretty cool when you kind of think about that because then you start to actually build out what that person looks like just through the lens of thinking forward and then stepping back and reverse planning. All right, so again, step number two, what would the person who has my ideal body be doing? You could also write, who do I need to become to have that body? Okay, step number three, pick two to three tasks that you need to do, and three to five habits that you can work on for a period of 30 to 90 days. So this is where we kind of start to take, 
take the characteristics of that person that you listed in step number two, and you start to apply a little bit of organization. I think sometimes when you tell somebody to kind of imagine something or to, to think about what needs to happen for them to hit a specific target or to be successful in a plan, whatever it may be, I think sometimes people get stuck on not only brain dumping on the things that they need to do, but they kind of try to organize at the same time. And I think it's important to first get all of the things out of your head that you're thinking. And then secondly, create organization around them. Whenever I want to create a specific process in my businesses or I want to achieve a specific outcome, the first place that I always go is I just go to pen and paper and I write down everything that I think about this particular thing. Um, I've done it recently when the wife and I were kind of sitting down and thinking about like what core values would look like inside of our family. I essentially wrote down all of the values that I would like to see my family possess, all the types of ways that I would like for us to live. And then I started to create organization and narrow them down to the ones that make even more sense, right? Because rather than me sitting here and trying to, to stew on like what are the perfect five or six, I needed to get the 20 to 25 words out of my head that I thought about or that I, that I found to personally relate to so that I can bring them to my wife and her and I can narrow down to the top six that we wanted for our family. So I think when we get to this portion here and we start looking at the characteristics of the person that has the ideal body that we want, then we can start to pick out specific actions that we need to take. So we created oversight, we created an overview of what that looks like. Now we start to take a little bit of action so that we can start becoming the thing that we wanna become. So two to three tasks, that could be something as simple. I I did this recently and one of the things that I did um, over the summer when I came through this, one of the tasks I needed to do was hire a nutrition coach. I kind of found myself And, you know, as a coach, sometimes the coaches are the worst clients because we often are, are, we have so much information in our brain. We think that we don't need accountability and we don't need help as well. And it was kind of crazy when I kind of sat back and looked at like, you know, you know, the person that I wanted to be in the body that I wanted to have and what was missing for me, um, and a task that I needed to, or a problem that I needed to solve, if you will, was I needed accountability and I needed somebody to hold my feet to the fire and remind me. Um, a lot of times coaching is just kind of just reminding people of things. I needed somebody to remind me a little bit. So one of the tasks I needed to do was hire a nutrition coach. The second task I needed to do was to get my wife on board with the thing that I was trying to do so that together we can march in tandem in the same direction. And and I don't know what that looks like for you. For me, I know that my wife and I do things a lot better when we are partnered up and working on the same goals. Our our boat can row in the same direction. And I I find that to be extremely powerful. So I wrote down all the tasks I needed to do. And then I just simply selected two to three of them. And I decided to do them for 90 days. Um, So that's the first piece you can do inside of that. And the second thing is now we start to assign daily consistent habits that we can do to have the body that we want. Recently, I learned about this concept called the Iron 90. And the Iron 90 is essentially a 90-day program where you work on specific habits, eight to be exact, that you would like to basically make part of your daily life. And we know that the more you do things, the more habitual that they become. So um, I essentially picked eight tasks that I wanted to do every single day. And the, the goal is to win five of the eight. And I wrote down eight tasks to basically work into the type of body and life that I want. So if we kind of narrow this down, 
probably about three to five of them are more fitness nutrition related. So that's what I'm kind of recommending for you guys. Pick three to five things that are habitual every single day that you need to do. It could be something as simple as prepare my meal or prepare my breakfast. It could be something as simple as in the morning, prep my lunch for the day. It could be something as simple as um, hit my macros every day. I don't know what that habit is for you, but pick something that you know you can do every single day without fail and then work to make that a habit in your everyday life. So that was step number three. Pick two to three tasks that you need to do and three to five habits that you can work on for a period of 30 to 60, I'm sorry, 30 to 90 days. Depending on where you are in your process, if you're a little bit more advanced, maybe you can shoot to go for something more broad like 90 days. But if you're brand new to this, just pick 30 to 60 days and narrow that down a little bit so that you can just ensure the likelihood of your success um, on a little bit higher of a level. Okay, so step number four. This is easily one of the most important things, and I'll share something, I'll share the way that I do this specifically. But step number four is create a tracking mechanism for this. Again, I'm doing this thing right now called the Iron 90. And what I did, I'm, I'm a Google Sheets guy, I'm a checkbox guy, I'm a checklist guy. So I know for me, I took basically, I, I had this thing that I call my life organizer. And my life organizer is basically my running to-do list that I have every single day. And what I did inside of that Google Sheet is I also put in my Iron 90 tab in the bottom so that I can just tab over. And what I did is I went from day one to day 90 on the left column. The top columns are all the tasks that I need to complete every single day. And then I just put a checkbox inside of them so that every single day, right right now I'm on day 19. And all I do throughout the day is I go into my Google Sheet and I check off all of the habits that I needed to do. I also put a little column on the right side for all of the main tasks that I needed to do that were part of my overarching theme for the week or for my 90 days. So again, to kind of, to give, more context on that tasks are things that are kind of like a one and done thing like you know when I used the example before of hiring a coach when I once I hired that coach I didn't need to hire a coach every day so once I hired the coach I get to check that off once I hired a coach for my wife Megan we get to check that off right so those are the tasks are just kind of one-time things that help with your trajectory but these habits are things that have to be done repeatedly they have to be to use the analogy of stacking bricks, they have to be bricks that you can stack every single day to build the structure or the house that you would like to live in, right? So stacking bricks is kind of the habitual thing. Make sure you create a tracking mechanism. I've seen people do something straight from uh, the, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear where they essentially create um, a, a whiteboard or a notepad and they put a bunch of check boxes in and they say, you know, for the 90 days, for the next 90 days ahead, I'm gonna track my macros for 70 days. And every day they always put a green checkbox in that. Whatever your tracking mechanism is, I just think it's important to have a way to track your progress and to keep you engaged on knowing that you're gonna go in and look at your sheet or go in and look at your notepad and not have the checkbox that you want. And it helps you to show when you are misaligned with your plan or your goals that you have set out. So again, step number four, create a tracking mechanism to stay on top of your daily habits and tasks. And then last piece of this framework for becoming the CEO of your body is to make sure that you reevaluate every 30 to 90 days and course correct. So I find that sometimes whatever goal that I'm looking to achieve, whatever thing that I'm looking to do, it's gonna take a lot longer 
than like a 30 to 90 day period, depending on what it is. So I think it's important to understand, like if I, let's say you are a person that wants to lose 60 pounds, it's probably not good to lose 60 pounds in a, in a 30 day period. But what you can do is you can say, okay, in the next 30 days, I want to lose 15 pounds or I want to lose 10 pounds. What are the things that I need to do to lose that? Okay, cool. You get to the end of that first 30 days, maybe you lose 20, right? You get to kind of reevaluate and course correct, or maybe you don't lose any and you found that the habits that you had selected didn't work well. It's okay that you, it is okay to have failure sometimes, but it's important to understand and to become aware and recognize these failures so that you can course correct and you can change the things and the inputs that you're putting in to change and to get onto the path that you need to be on to hit your goals. So reevaluate every 30 to 90 days and course correct as needed. So again, I think if you look at the ideal body that you want to have and you truly step into the CEO role and take command and take control and understanding that nobody's coming to save you and that it is up to you to put yourself in places and situations and environments that will allow you to be more successful and you truly embrace that and you become the CEO of your own body and then take this framework, I have zero doubt that you will get to where you want to go. So really quick before we hop off the show, I want to give you this framework one more time. If you haven't written it down already or if you haven't written it down yet already, already. Now is your opportunity. Or of course, you can always go back and re-listen to kind of the beginning piece of this. But step number one to become the CEO of your body is what to write down what does your ideal body look and feel like. Step number two, write down what would the person who has my ideal body be doing. Step number three, pick two to three tasks that you need to do. And three to five habits you can work on every single day for a period of 30 to 90 days. Step number four, create a tracking mechanism. Step number five, reevaluate every 30 to 90 days and course correct. You guys, if you do that framework and you stick to that, there's zero doubts in my mind that you will become the CEO, not only the CEO of your body, but have the thing and the body that you would like to have. Nobody is coming to save us, you guys. We are in charge of whatever outcome that we have. And it is important to recognize what the body that we want is so that we can do the things that we need to do to get there. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this show today. I hope that you found it valuable. Uh, If you haven't already, make sure to take that screenshot. Make sure to go and give this show a five-star rating and review on both Spotify or iTunes, whichever way you come to this podcast from. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and tuning into the Virtuous Coach Podcast. I release episodes every single week. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any. You can learn more about me by following me over at Instagram and Facebook at Coach Cody Smith. Lastly, and before you go, I would love your help. Please head on over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star rating and review. This is how we grow the show and continue to bring impactful information to you. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode.